in this episode. I think I'll start my story when I was in second year BDS, and I had this uh, wisdom tooth pain. Way back in 1997, the dentist has only one option for laser, which was FDA approved, and that costed them around dollar forty thousand, which is like thirty lakhs Indian rupees in those times. Certain diode laser wavelength like 450 and 470 provides you to perform soft tissue surgeries procedure without contact or in slight contact with the target tissue. It saves the treatment time as well. This is episode 17 of the 32 minute podcast with Dr. Sana Farista. Dr. Sana Farista is a periodontist and an implantologist, a diplomat and fellow in laser dentistry from Germany and USA. Diplomat in aesthetic and cosmetic dentistry, affiliated from Buffalo University, USA, and has completed mastership in microscopic plastic aesthetic periodontal surgery and perio implant infection management from Bonn in Switzerland. Dr. Sana Farista owns a private practice at Bandra in Mumbai under the banner of Laser Dentistry Multi-Specialty Dental Launch. Dr. Sana is a world-recognized speaker for lasers in dentistry and has been lecturing and conducting many pre-conference, skill training sessions, hands-on workshops, live surgical demonstrations for various certificate courses, and personalized one-on-one training for soft and hard tissue lasers all over the world for more than a decade now. She is the director of laser dentistry by Dr. Sana Farista, chief mentor for MUHS Fellowship in Laser Dentistry by IDA headquarters in Mumbai. Dr. Sana is a reviewer for a journal, Lasers in Medical Advanced Scientific Research. She is a researcher and has published various laser surgical treatment and techniques in dentistry on her name, along with several original research paper, national and international publications. She is co-author for a book. and has published first fashion magazine in dentistry about laser and aesthetics dr sana is founder of divas in laser a platform for women across the globe to come up get groomed and showcase their talent in the field of laser dentistry she is awarded with prestigious awards like the international awards of excellence iae london 2018 for laser surgeon and listed in top 100 Influential woman in India by Forbes India 2020, owing to her professional and social work. Hello and welcome, Dr. Sana. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me, yeah. and it's nice to see you after so long. <laughs> All right. So before we actually jump into lasers, I have a couple of rapid-fire questions This for you, which are general questions and nothing to do with dentistry. Are you ready for the rapid-fire round? This was a suspense in the surprise, yes, and I hate you for this. Yes, it is for all the speakers. It's not a problem. <laughs> Very simple questions, but um, just so that the listeners can know more about the speakers in general. Okay. Your favorite food? Mm, Arabic food. Oh, favorite eating place? Uh, right now, my favorite is Beirut at Juhu. Okay, then what's your favorite color? Black, always. Nice. Any special number? Seven. Okay, lucky number seven. Nice. One person you look up to, you get inspiration from. My grandfather. Wow, and why is that? Mm, he's my role model, and I mm-hmm. want to be what he was in his life. Uh, which is your favorite book? Um, Men Are from Mars, Women uh-huh. Are from Venus. Okay, I never read it, but I don't <laughs> plan to. <laughs> okay, one thing that you love to do daily, you're looking forward to it. Work out. Wow, nice. Um, one clinical procedure that you love. Uh, osseous crown lengthening surgery. Okay. 
would you call yourself an early riser or a night owl night owl mm-hmm. wine scotch rum or gin a whiskey on the rocks awesome would you call yourself a pet person 110% cats or dogs both but cats are my favorite mhm which is your favorite podcast you and um, why do you think everybody should have a laser in their clinic i think i'll start my story when i was in second year bds and i had this uh, wisdom tooth pain mm-hmm. and i have to underwent surgery which uh, it was 2 hours long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, after that there was a big huge swelling on my face there was uh-huh. a hematoma and i was like i got it done from the best surgeon mm-hmm. in the college and i was like what is wrong with this uh, i need to study about something which will make it very easy and mm-hmm. good for the patient and from that time second year bds i started searching about it and i came across lasers and i decided that yes i'm going to uh, my future is going to be laser awesome and uh, yes after my bds i first did lasers and then i did my mds who is it yes. seriously yes. that's really nice i did not know that <laughs> so what did you do in lasers actually Yes, I did a one year course that was a module course mm-hmm. uh which include all the lasers soft tissue hard tissue laser and uh, it was from Germany Aachen. Mhm. So it's a residency program you have to go there and Uh no, it was in India but mm-hmm. the certification was from Germany and the mentors were from India and Germany. Awesome, awesome. Uh so can I say that was your beginning into the world of lasers? Yes, that awesome. was just the beginning. Yes. Awesome. So that one surgery led to so much transformation yes, yes. in fact <laughs> i wouldn't be wrong in saying that you should be thankful for that thing yeah i that, think that so that thing. yeah that is what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i'm thankful and that's why so many people are thanking me because i've mm. chose laser mm. and i we never do now those kind of a surgery anymore let oh, it be perio okay. or an extraction i'm sure it helps uh healing better and it also controls the infection but uh who all can learn lasers and would you suggest it to everyone anyone belonging to the dental fraternity yes it is meant for everyone mm-hmm. right from an intern to a specialist dentist to our respected senior dentist running a practice since 30 to 35 years and more and trust me people it does not require superman skills not at all just mm-hmm. some knowledge about the basic dentistry and lots of passion and determination to be someone who belongs to the time that's it Mm-hmm. Yeah, frankly speaking, I know lasers because of Sana, um, who has always been helpful for that. But uh, I'm sure lasers are not new in the field of dentistry. Can you tell me something about since how long they've been used in dentistry? We mm-hmm. dentists are new to lasers. Mm-hmm. Some of the modalities like LLLT in dentistry and few of the laser wavelength are recent, more virgin, 
and has got a lot of scope for the new research. Mm-hmm. So lasers not only provide good scope for clinicians, but it has got ample amount of opportunities for the researchers as well. Awesome. Uh, what what did you say about LLT? I'm sorry, I could not get it. Uh, what what does that mean? A low level laser therapy, mm-hmm. also known as photobiomodulation in dentistry. Okay, so that is uh, new or it's been done it's, since quite some See, time. so LLLT is an old technology. They, okay. it, Yeah, people like even the physiotherapists use it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's new for dentistry. Mm-hmm, yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, what all can be done? Like what all do you tell your participants that they can do with lasers? I'm sure there are soft tissue, hard tissue, but... Can just tell in a nutshell yeah, sure. the scope of lasers in dentistry. So laser application are slightly wave in, uh, wavelength driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does not mean that the applications are limited. Rather, it has a lead to the invention of newer lasers, wavelength and various types of laser actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, which in return has empowered us with a choice to choose wavelengths suitable to our practice and to of course our pocket. Mm-hmm. Lasers are used in all the disciplinaries in dentistry, right from the oral diagnosis to extraction, implants, and all the eight disciplinaries of dentistry. Mm-hmm. Newer modality like pain management therapy using laser has expanded the scope, added an extra horizon of working with the same machine that one has or planning to have. More importantly, add comforts and provide superior treatment outcome for the patient along with an added source of income for the practitioners. Uh, yes, you did mention about uh, the income and the economics. Um, but generally, there's a perception that lasers are expensive, actually. So not, let's be honest. So what is the ROI or the return of investments uh, with lasers? Laser machines are really expensive. <laughs> you know what? Way back in 1997, the dentist has only one option for laser, which was FDA approved. And that costed them around $40,000, which is like 30 lakhs Indian rupees in those times. Nowadays, a range of lasers are available that starts somewhere around 2.5 lakhs to 94 lakhs Indian rupees. Indeed, a huge, indeed a huge range to select from. Also, lasers are one-time investment and will be by your side for years to go if maintained and handled properly. And to get to the best out of the laser machine that you have, you have to be aware of all the indications of lasers. Unless and until you know, how can you expect to get the returns out of it? And here, a good clinician-oriented dental laser training will serve the purpose. Sometimes that will give you a confidence to work on patients individually. So cutting the long story short, if you know what all can be done, which one to choose and how to incorporate in your practice, then I can assure you that the laser will open doors to potentially profitable arena. And trust me on this, laser have got good latitude to return much more than you invested on. Mm-hmm. Right, Sana. So uh, what would you suggest to our listeners? Um, is there a way to go about buying lasers or is there a way of thought process that somebody should buy soft tissue first or not buy soft tissue first or directly go ahead with hard tissue lasers or but an expert like you probably can throw some light on it i think before buying anything we do our research like if i want to buy a car i will definitely research know more about the car read more about the car and then decide what i want to choose 
So if you want to buy a laser, first you should learn about laser, know about laser, know what pra- which suits your practice best and then think about it. So yes, definitely before you start even thinking of buying something, you should know about it. So learn it first. All right, right. Uh, what is the healing healing rate with the lasers? Actually, yeah, this was a controversial topic before and uh, will remain if we don't know how to use it correctly. So, if you see the literature, you will find articles supporting this fact. But when you notice the time frame when these articles were published, you will get an idea of how the laser technologies has evolved today. As Already mentioned, there is something called as photobiomodulation or LLLT, which has a positive response on the healing process. It favors the numerous chemical changes at a molecular and a cellular level that eventually paves the way towards uneventful healing of the tissue. And we do have 20 years of literature to back it. If you ask laser healing is comparable to scalpel, I would say yes, in fact, laser can heal faster if LLLT is incorporated. Is laser dentistry safe both for the patient as well as the dentist? Yeah, it's a myth that the laser can expose you to the radiation and cause cancer. Dental dental laser falls in non-ionizing range of electromagnetic spectrum of light and enhance, enhance has no potential to cause cancer. Can they be used on pregnant ladies? Maybe you'll ask me that. Yes, basic remain the basics. So if the first and the third trimester is not safe for any dental treatment, then it does it goes same for the lasers. Laser do not cause any additional damage to the fetus as they are site-specific unless and until laser are intentionally aimed at the abdomen for a longer period of time and there is no evidence of such mishaps. Laser go well with the infants toddlers, school-going kids, as a laser offers better patient compliance. And I and my team got the opportunity to remove a epulase in 20-day-old infant who was not able to get breastfeeded, which was affecting the overall health of the baby. And it will soon be published for all the read. It is beneficial for elderly and physically compromised patients as it offers lesser time and fewer appointments than conventional dental treatments. It is well suited for medically compromised patients because it does not have any effect on the systemic health. Even they help to reduce the pain and inflammation related to oral mucositis, oral ulcers in post-radiation cases, also helpful in TMD. Note, kindly do not get confused with the ocular hazards for which specialized tinted eyewears and goggles and adequate laser safety training is recommended. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. And that appropriately answers my question. Thank you. But uh, what is touchless uh, or contact contactless dentistry? Is, is that really true when it comes to lasers? Yes. Touchless dentistry is when you perform dental procedure without any contact with the target tissues. With Erbium laser, with a wavelength of 2780 and 2940 nanometer, one can perform all the procedures on a heart tissue inside the oral cavity without any contact. Can you imagine preparing a cavity or doing an excess opening for the root canal treatment without touching the tooth? Yes, it is possible. This reduces the friction, vibration, heat otherwise generated from the conventional dental reels. Certain diode laser wavelengths like 450 and 470 provides you to perform soft tissue surgeries procedure 
without contact or in slight contact with the target tissue. It saves the treatment time as well. And I believe uh, the touchless also includes um, pain-free. Is is laser dentistry honestly 100% pain-free, Sana? Um, I never use the word no pain. I always say the lesser pain, lesser post-operative symptoms, lesser need of anesthesia, lesser need of sutures, and lesser need of medication. The adjunctive use of topical anesthesia makes the procedure pain-free. And there are various theories and literature to back the numerous chemical changes happening with the use of laser that helps to omit the use of injectable anesthesia for dental procedure. In situation where the patient is anxious or pain tolerance is low, the injectable anesthesia can't be avoided. Yeah, I totally get that actually. Uh, right, so we've already spoken about a lot in lasers and now we come to the final question. Um, does laser dentistry have any advantage during COVID-19, this pandemic, Sana? To bring to your notice, the protocols which are now mandate during the pandemic, COVID-19 era, has been the recommendation for the use of lasers from the very beginning, like use of high vacuum suctions. A dental drill produced quite a bit of splatter, but with the laser, the amount of splatter is reduced by 90%. This is... Thanks to the fact that the laser uses significantly less water, about 67 to 83% less and less air pressure than the drills. A reduction in splatter and water usage significantly lowers the volume of bioaerosols and are the produced, uh, these are produced during the procedures. Another significant advantage is that poses inherent bactericidal effect. They not only kill the bacteria, but also the viruses. And in my practice, I employ special PAD techniques for prevention of COVID-19 transmission before every dental procedure. And that's how the laser treatment is COVID-free. Awesome. That was a wonderful session, Sana. Thank you so much for coming on the 32-Minute Podcast. Yippee! I'll be looking forward to see you again. Yes, again and again and again. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) All right. So looking forward to the next episode. Thank you so much for this one. You're most welcome, Mayur, always. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is all we have time for in this episode of the 32-Minute Podcast. Do check out all our blogs, contests, events, and other episodes on 32minute.com. If you have questions for any of the speakers interviewed on my podcast or if you are someone who has valuable information or experience that can help the listeners or if you would want me to call a particular guest on my show, please mail me on podcast at 32minute.com. I'm also open to your suggestions and ideas to make the show more helpful and exciting. Don't forget to join our Telegram group for all the updates on our activities on the 32minute podcast. I release an episode every Sunday morning, so do subscribe to my podcast to get an alert when I release the next episode. Please remember, it takes 30 hours of hard work for a single episode on the podcast. So if you like the show, please leave a review and a rating on my podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mayur Davda, signing off for now. I'll meet you in the next episode of my podcast. Till then, keep listening, keep learning.